Kopitiam Conversations. This is Kopitiam Conversations, and I'm your host, Winston. We are proud to bring you Season 2 of our podcast. We are back after a season of taking time off to attend to other matters that needed our attention, and also to take a break so that we can recharge and rejuvenate. We can't wait to bring you new content to the podcast, and we hope you enjoy listening to us as much as we did producing them. My guest today is someone who works at the same office complex that I currently work at, and she is someone whom I've gotten to know quite well over lunch the last few months. Her name is Sharon Lee, the founder of Tender Hearts Cafe, a social enterprise for special needs youth with genetic disorders like Down syndrome, autism, and ADHD. Tender Hearts equips special needs youth aged from 17 years with skills such as baking, cooking, and living skills. Not one to shy away from doing whatever she can to help, Sharon sets up Tender Hearts as a platform to champion inclusion, acceptance, and equality for special needs. Let's listen to the talk that we had. Let's go. Hi, Sharon. Thanks so much for uh, availing your time to actually uh, sit through this interview with me. All right. I know it's very busy day today. I <laughs> see lots of you know students coming here to Makan and all. And yeah, I just wanted to discuss with you about Tender Hearts, obviously. Thank you very much for the invitation. Yeah. Um, basically, uh, I want to create more awareness. Mm-hmm. Not just for Tender Hearts, but for the special needs community as well. You are the founder of Tender Hearts Cafe, which is a social enterprise, and I believe this was founded in 2016, right? Okay, uh, it's for special needs youth championing inclusion, acceptance, and equality for special needs. Uh, how did you begin Tender Hearts? Uh, give us a glimpse of how it was like starting up. Way back in, the, I can remember it was uh, September 2016. That was around my special needs girl's birthday. Mm-hmm. I actually I was involved in NGOs and uh, even uh, other charities before this, but uh, in uh, 2016, I wanted to do something on my own. After a lot of frustrations, you know, I wanted to do so much for the special needs, uh, especially the youths uh, mm-hmm. who are less stranded or, you know, without jobs, all sitting at home. So I really wanted to target uh, and do something for this group of
actually the Leo's, you know, mm -hmm. I was a Leo club right, right. member before, okay. yeah, in the early 30s, so everyone was roped in. Mm. So we managed to finish the order, it was 1,800 1, jars, <laughs> equivalent to about 42,000 pieces of cookies. <laughs> that was a big, really a tall order, I don't know how we did it, but we did it. And what was the event for? It was for the... Uh, AGM of one of the uh, public listed firms. Ah, okay, yes. okay. So it was an opportunity that, that came up and... Uh, but I'm curious how you mobilised the other parents who had special needs children as well. How do you got in touch with them? It was by referrals actually. Ah, okay. Yeah. Most of our parents uh, that they recruited, uh, mm -hmm. they are all majority by referrals. Alright. Yeah. So uh, when uh, we made uh, some money from the cookies mm -hmm. order, I'm, I'm sure there are other things you know that you could go into, but what what made you I go know. into F and B? <laughs> now that I think back, it's really scary actually. Based on just a very simple uh, passion for mm. baking and cooking, you know, because before this I was baking a lot for right. charities, mm -hmm. uh, especially my butter cakes. Right. So just based on the simple passion, uh, I started the, the, the cafe, and uh, yeah. now now that I, I I think back, I track back, it's so scary. <laughs> yeah. With, with zero F&B experience, yeah. yeah. It could have been a big shop, I mean, it doesn't have to be a cafe per se, right? <laughs> I know, I know, I don't know why. I, I, I thought that it, it's a cafe, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, cafe, you have uh, various duties, right. various stations. I thought then I can bring more uh, special needs kids on board. Alright, okay. That's why I thought of cafe. Mm -hmm. And obviously your team has grown, and now you have, what, 21 special needs? Uh, special needs youth between age 17 and above, yeah. right? Uh, which of course include uh, include abilities like uh, Down syndrome, autism, ADHD as well, right? I think Turner syndrome and also Asperger's, right? Down syndrome, yeah. yeah. Yep. So, uh, what are the challenges uh, you encounter with this diversity of needs, you know? Yeah. <laughs> what are the challenges that you yeah, encounter? She was not very much in touch with the special needs circle mm -hmm. because my uh, special needs girl actually went through normal stream. Right. So, uh, and uh, way back then, she's 27 in September, there was no, uh, not much of a uh, talk on inclusion, you know, of uh, integrated classes, things like that. Right. So, she went through normal stream, so I wasn't in touch with the special needs circle actually. Right. So, it was when I started Tender Hearts, then I started reaching out to the special needs circle and then I met. Alright. Then uh, I'm very blessed. I I got a lot of support 
so this with uh, you connected to your friends or to a church group or something how do you actually our get first bazaar our very first bazaar I remember it was in Enda Parade alright so with our simple base nasi lemak curry puffs you know uh, all the simple simple stuff cookies we, we set up a stall there mm -hmm. you know and uh, the moms and the kids you know we, we all uh, how long was that ago? that was um, Oh, wow. but with some end up parade, it's actually quite run down already, right? Yes, <laughs> like that. that's right. Yeah. So that there was a fashion show for mm -hmm. special needs. So we took what? us, our kids took us, and then we set up a group there to sell our stuff. Right. In a way, it's to uh, to uh, sell our stuff to sustain mm. uh, because we don't depend on donations. Yeah? Right, right. Uh, so what was it? Was on sale like like cookies and all of it? Cookies, curry puffs, our our nasi lemak, our butter cakes. Guys, if you're listening to this, right, um, Auntie Sharon makes uh, me nasi lemak, right? So if you're listening to this and you're watching this, um, please come down to uh, Tender Hearts Cafe at, uh, now it's in VSQ building, all right? We are level one. Um, come down here and try the nasi lemak. You will be surprised. It's awesome. Okay. Yeah. So what are the joys of taking care of, uh, you know, all these people under your care? I'm going to love them, you know. Responsibilities of these youth uh, that you have trained them in and entrusted to them. Like, what do they do every day when they when they check in to uh, work? Right. So, uh, is there a list of duty that they are supposed to do, or you know, who's in charge of what, and what happens here? Yeah, in the cafe setup, we have cashier, mm -hmm. so the kids are trained to uh, use the post system, mm -hmm. and then uh, we, we have one that makes coffee and tea. Mm -hmm. We also have one in the morning that helps to prepare the food, mm -hmm. you know, even chopping food, cutting food, and uh, vegetables, things like that, because we have to prepare the food before we open the cafe. Correct. Mm -hmm. There's also one that just wraps up the cook uh, and school, mm -hmm. you know, and then they have to clean the tables, make sure the cafe is clean, mm -hmm. tables are wiped, right. and floors uh, are wiped, the kitchen everywhere is quite clean, so each of them has their to take care of, mm. and uh, but then again, uh, when there's a need, they do come together right. and as a team. Mm. Yeah. But these duties are they on rotation or everyone is specialized to do something? We we started uh, when we way back in two one eight when we were starting mm. USJ, mm. we did the rotation, you know, monthly, quarterly, mm. but it didn't work. You know? So now that we are in DAC, we are uh, focusing on the strength. And I think you have a very supportive environment over here with Mr. Rajan and the team as well, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm. Uh, maybe I just have to uh, backtrack a little bit to 2018 because I think 2018 you were diagnosed with uh, breast cancer, right? Yes. Okay. I understand that you have completed your treatment and uh, I think now it can be considered cancer-free, right? I believe. Yes. Uh, mm. this, uh, today is June 7, right? 
Yes. Today is my fourth survival year. Wow, Today's excellent. Year. I had wow. my uh, surgery in uh, June 8th. Okay, I'm gonna send you a cake tomorrow. <laughs> a nice cake, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so what were the adjustments required in work-life balance when you were being treated? Because I think at that time also it was just the early years of uh, Tender Hearts Cafe. So how do you manage to juggle uh, work as well as you know time off for your treatment? It was a very challenging uh, one and a half years after I started with Tender Hearts because I started in April 18, 2018. I was diagnosed and me, oh. you know, and me. That was after I started the cafe, mm -hmm. you know. And uh, June 8th was my surgery date, so, and then my treatment and all took me the rest of the year until January 27, 2019, to be exact. Mm. So, throughout that year, and even after my completion of the uh, cancer treatment, body has been yourself during that time, right? No, so, no. where do you Leos, get help from? The Leos, the, uh, the parents, you know, the, the mums, uh, we, we call ourselves parent volunteers. Right. So, we all came together, friends and families, you know, everybody chipped in uh, mm. to complete the order, mm. but especially the Leos. Yeah. Uh, they, they really came full force to help me out during uh, the difficult times. Yeah. It's very heartwarming to hear that, you know, um, your, your, you know, the, the people under your care, you know, say that they will journey together with you during yeah. this fight and all that with, against cancer and all. And I think that's very, you know, very encouraging and, and it, it's very nice to hear, like, I think it's very heartwarming and, and, you know, definitely, you know, 
give us a lot of support and encouragement. They, they send me messages saying they miss me, you know, things like that. So in between my chemo, yeah. I dropped by to, to visit them, you know. Yeah. I think you've created an environment of you know love and acceptance. That's why you, you get to see it return to you and all that. So I think that's a, a very that's powerful thing. Yeah. yeah, that's the part, mm. best part of uh, mm. starting tenants. Yeah, okay. Um, but what were your biggest concerns or fears, you know, um, during that period, like, you know, having to juggle between, you know, um, me time to, to, you know, get the treatment for yourself, as well as to ensure that, okay, um, this thing that you started continues to run even, you know, with or without you at that time. What were your very, fears yeah, and concerns? I was concerns? very worried, even in my hospital bed. Mm. You know, when, when I did my surgery, right. even from the hospital bed, mm. I was very worried about the country, very worried about the kids, you know, mm. very worried about the parents. Because that time I heard some parents left as well. Immediately after the huge lobby order was completed, mm. some parents left. So, Thinking that did your treatment cross into the whole, you know, movement control order era and all that? No, no, I've already completed mine, but uh, then again, uh, the, the body is so different now. Mm -hmm. I get tired, yeah. tired very easily, and uh, my my friends, my doctor say, hey, don't stress yourself up, mm. you know. But then again, I enjoy what I'm doing. Yeah. your purpose and and this is what you want to do and now you've got two centers right i mean the one is usj is still uh the summit usj is still running and this one here is also you know pretty much taking off i, I think you, you've got a steady stream for student here and all that yeah i'm so lucky to actually you know get this downtime and chit chat with her uh miss sharon and all yeah, that when we're here. Uh, over the, uh, only over over the, the counter, counter. yeah so, uh, you are now based in VSQ and PJCB Centre, right here, okay, at the Students' Hub for the Breakthrough Asia College Education Group. Now, tell us how you went from Summit USJ to, I don't know, maybe meeting Mr. Raja Singham of uh, the BAC Education Group, the Managing Director, and how did you all actually, you know, establish this cafe here? It was, uh, Mr. Rajan visited Summit when one of the uh, students did their CSR projects with us. Right. So there was a fundraising uh, event. So mm -hmm. he went there and I saw what we did. And uh, I told him I'm looking for a centralized kitchen, mm -hmm. you know, a bigger space so that we can do catering because we, we don't depend on donations. 
it's all self-sustaining. So the kitchen in Summit was very small. So I was looking for a bigger space. So before the pandemic, Mr. Rajan called me. Sharon, have you found your space? He said, these are the exact words. Right. Mm -hmm. I said, no, Mr. Rajan, come. So then he uh, asked two, uh, two of his staff to meet me. And I saw they, they brought me around to see the students' hub. Right. So I came and I fell in love with the space. <laughs> yeah, yep. So I called Mr. Rajan and said, I love this place. Mm -hmm. That was how we all began. But then pandemic set in. Yep. We couldn't do anything. Mm -hmm. So we waited until January this year. 2022 because I remember towards the end of last year, I think we had an encounter with you all. I think it was at the, our backpack, our performing oh, arts yeah. center. I think you guys were setting up and, uh, you, and you had curry puff there and tea and all that. I think it was, I can't remember what event it was, but we were there and then, you know, uh, I, I met up with you and your team and then, yeah, I think we established contact. And I think that's when I met you for the first time up there at the backpack. And really, I think we, we are really, you know, fortunate that you're actually, you know, part of our community here now. And and if we never really, you know, express enough thanks, I think we were very, you know, thankful that you all are here and that you got, you have actually helped us to open our eyes, you know, to uh, uh, the community that is just in our doorstep, at our doorstep, right? Yeah. And sometimes we we see it, but we don't see it, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yes. And I think you know you have put visibility to a lot of us here, you know, in the BAC Education Group on, on you know people with special needs and all. And I think you know we also want to come through for you that way. I'm, I'm very grateful to have partnered with the Make It Right Movement mm -hmm. from the very start. In right. the Make It Right Movement, Mr. Brian and his team, uh, they actually worked together with me and we did uh, our soft opening in uh, Summit USJ. Right. They were, were with us right from the start okay. the BAC group. Mm. Yep. That's, that's very encouraging to hear. Yes. <laughs> yep. So, um, before we end, what is something you would like the public to know about people with special needs? Because this is obviously your area of gifting, your area of uh, ministry, if you want to put it that way, right? Um, so, what is something you want people to know about people with special needs? I wish the community out there would be more Do you have to also go through training on how to handle them, even uh, 
before starting Tender Hearts Cafe? No, no FAB experience, no special needs training, you know. It's just uh, my mother's instinct and yeah. because I have a special needs girl myself, mm -hmm. so it, it's just through trial and error. In fact, until today, I'm still learning from them. You know, I'm still learning uh, how to adapt to them. Mm -hmm. I feel it's easier for me to adapt to them than they adapt to us. That's but, but it's uh, about balancing the whole thing, you know. Because uh, you you have to set boundaries for them as well. Mm. You know they, they are different disabilities and uh, each of them their levels are different. So that is the most challenging part of working with uh, different diversities. Mm. Yeah, it is tough. Huh? It's tough. Yeah. yeah, it's very tough. But but it's it's still a joy and very rewarding uh, working like this with them. Mm. Okay. Well, thank you so much for your time, Sharon. It's really, really enlightening talking to you, and I think it's really an eye-opener for uh, this, uh, for me, you know, personally. And I'm sure my, my listeners, you know, on the podcast, Kopi Time Conversations, would also feel the same way and all. In fact, this is actually our first um, recording that is on-site, because previously we have always been doing Zoom uh, interviews, so this is the first one that I'm actually doing on-site. So thank you very much for your time today. Thank you so much. Uh, please come and support the kids, huh? Yeah, is there anything you want to tell our, our listeners or our audience uh, about Tender Hearts Cafe, maybe, you know, the two locations in which your cafe is at? Our first uh, cafe is in Summit USJ Mall on level 2, but uh, unfortunately because of the pandemic, it's now turned into a baking centre, come training uh, and activity centre now. So the full-fledged cafe is in BAC, Before we end, more recently, I think it was um, today, I think you started with a new menu and all. So maybe you want to tell us uh, what sort of menu you have that is uh, new today? Yeah, I'm very excited. Uh, we managed to rope in a family, uh, uh, actually a chef and his wife. They have a special needs boy themselves, so that makes a lot of difference. Though they are coming in Must try um, in your menu um, at Tender Hearts Cafe. Our best seller is still nasi Still nasi lemak. Yes. Okay. And yeah. uh, curry puffs are also much sought after. Right. Yes. Yeah. I must say the, the nasi lemak sambal is excellent. <laughs> you know. That is. Uh, yeah. Still uh, cooked. Uh, 
secret recipe. So I'm very happy that <laughs> secret recipe you heard that guys. The customers here, that is the the PhD staff, you know the the, the students. They they always ask for extra sample, extra sample. But I I really thoroughly enjoy doing it. Mm. You know, okay. Cooking it as well. Okay, thank you so much, Miss Sharon. Thank you so much well, for your time. Um, thank you so much for the opportunity to create more awareness. Thank you. Gopitiam Conversations.